Etruscan addicts, drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by bland paranoid chess players. What is up, my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with episode number 30, and I'm sitting here with my main man, Clint Esposito. Clint Esposito, what is going on? Not much, Michael. How are you? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm high. Whoa. I'm high. I guess you can say that now. Yeah. It's legal, and I'm high. It's a wonderful feeling. It's great. I'm sorry, but I'm a little bit high. I love it. It's good. I haven't smoked weed, Clint in months i took over a month off oh yeah just dabs yeah i was gonna say i don't lie to you because yesterday (laughs) yesterday when we cleaned this place up i was high so i wasn't gonna lie i did a dab yesterday and today i smoked some flour with you and uh i took a break and you know what i love it it's much better yeah i'm 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 a little like i'm always that i was i've always been that guy the stoner guy right you smoke weed nothing really something happens but not much. Like I'm, right. I feel high right now. This is great. So I took. Congratulations. I think it's a month. I think it's like a month. I mean, some edibles here and there. Two weeks, right? <laughs> he goes a month, ate some edibles, maybe two weeks. I can't remember. So but well, edibles. Really but but I haven't smoked flour. I, oh, I don't okay. smoke flour. I really don't. Okay. I don't smoke flour, and I hate those pens. Those fucking pens. I don't care I if you what pens, you got. I got the best, but I, I do not want those fucking pens. They're they're horrible. I don't know. Like it's not. I think for an evening at a, a baseball game or whatever, a concert. Yeah. I think when they first came out, sure, that was so cool. But fuck that now. Um. Well, now that it's legal, There's I was thinking of like doing flour. a video, um, where I they have things that'll do your lap times, and uh, doing lap times. <clears throat> sober and then just like ripping a big running or doing your motor motocross <laughs> riding so ride and get some lap times and then just rip some big old bong and then go and see if i can do the same lap times <laughs> <laughs> you do that with every sport around the track it'd be really fun uh, yeah that's yeah but man there's nothing like good flower right yeah. i did do the dabs Very when I, I did a dab the other day mm-hmm. you know the real dab like right. with the torch and everything and it was what other uh, kinds of dabs are there well i think you could do the dab in the pen because for years i thought i was doing dabs and i was just doing them in the little uh uh, evo or something there's a little coil and you stick there that you know so i thought i was doing it but then i want you want this whole these young guys with the fucking uh with the rigs the thermometers yeah i was gonna say the torch it's this whole thing oh my god and i didn't do a um i I never had the thermometer treatment uh, bro and i did it i did it uh solvent free solvent free uh live rosin so this shit was a hunt the guy told me i didn't pay for it but my friend had it and it was a hundred dollars a gram and it was like they said you know no machines were just just were not used in the making of this and no solvents it looked it like the nectar migrant, of the gods it was just migrant workers just <laughs> <laughs> in a fucking sweatshop it's just just touch with their hands no machines <laughs> just little immigrant so hands it's so rude Dude, they have the best oil in their hands. So you know rude. what I mean? He was. Uh, I don't know if he man. created it. I don't know. That's a <laughs> was it American workers who who I did know. this. I doubt it. But it was so good. Oh my god! 
And then, and, and then um, yeah, it's funny because I, I tried to buy something and he goes, no, I only have the stuff with the solvent. And I'm like, I don't want that. So I smoked a little flower with you today and I feel great. I'm sorry. I know it's like an old man. Oh, I'm so high. It's so cool. No, but it, is, it's, it feels good. I love it. Weed yeah. is great, everyone. Yeah, we have receptors for cannabinoids. You know, Terrence McKenna. Terrence McKenna um, believed that you should take a break. Yeah, those guys say all that with all that stuff because they like to get fucked up. And yeah. I'm not saying that. That's I know, but. But you know? I think that even with microdosing, right? I think mushrooms. I think that, yes, you take a break and then it gives you like a better. Uh, like more of the feeling of it but if you take them consistently you don't get you still have that you're just like why am i happy all day you know what i mean but it's not as i think you don't get as much of the stuff but you have to be seeing benefits no long term i would imagine if you're trying to help nerve regenesis let's say with with mushroom microdosing i would say clint that i think the days off your brain is is regenerating Mm. that's what i think i don't i don't i'm not i've i've messed with microdosing i like it um maybe because the the big part of me uh that loves just that that trip you know that fucking journey yeah um doesn't appreciate it but but it does but a part of me that does appreciate is the days off i've noticed and i've noticed that other people that do microdoses is mm. the days off and that's what i'm thinking it's almost like a bodybuilding thing like they say when you work out you're actually building your muscles like the next day, you know? And I think yeah. it's the same thing with microdose. I think um, the the magic is the days after. It's kind of, you know, that's kind of true with any really good trip though, right? Sometimes the best part is the morning or the afterglow. I after. feel like I learn more during when you have these uh, like yeah. introspective. Well, yeah, of course. You know, and that's the thing with microdosing is that you have this these these little epiphanies throughout the day i've even had been at you know been at work working on stuff and i'm like working on something and then i have this thought of i don't know how to explain it but i'm like just like why would i do it that way and i'm like because that's how you got to do it like but it's like a conversation with myself where sometimes you'll even ask yourself questions about stuff that you know Mm -hmm. and then you'll have to like reaffirm like you know that's just how that is because of whatever <laughs> right this is borderline like uh, are we crazy but like <laughs> yeah check it out but do you think sometimes that voice that you're hearing or that all of a sudden when you do get a new perspective is actually not your voice and maybe you're tapping into something maybe i mean this is where we had the conversation of is the this the other dimension is it someplace that you go where you trip like where we talk about these other you know like what's another dimension how do you get to the do you go physically or do you go there mentally i I know where you're going with this but what i'm thinking is is i i really am starting to play with this idea dude and it's awesome that you get that um during microdoses because i don't get those at all during microdoses i I don't but that's cool you get them i get them i think it's because of my brain injuries honestly i've said that and everyone works different but i do access that stuff and for me it's more after of uh, a psychedelic experience i'll be somebody's like in the shower or a walk or chopping wood and like doing something and then all of a sudden i'll get these uh i think you're saying the same thing that i'm talking about like these conversations let's say and sometimes it's almost accessing information 
and it's like I'm really hearing it more and more in other podcasts. I always thought it was maybe a little crazy reading about other like you people see. way smarter than me. But I feel like we're I feel like we're there's something that we could all tap into, and then there's certain flow states or, or ways you get into there, and it's like all the information's there for everybody. Just how you gonna yeah. pull it out? Yeah, listen, like that's what that conversation I think is. Didn't yeah I and we kind of had this leads into what I was saying before, but like. We had talked about, you know, they say that people's minds grew so much because of meat and possibly eating psilocybin psilocybin or or that's how monkeys or whatever started to, they started to change. So wouldn't that make sense that you're accessing some stream of information or something? Here's the other thing that tells me that how did um, people around the earth have similar discoveries within a hundred years or something of each other and they could never communicate and i can't yeah, give you i can't give you good examples but there are a lot of things yeah, yeah, i know so there are a lot of things where they're like i don't know fire or whatever and they're like they had it and then they had it over here and i'm like they just fucking happened to figure that out within a hundred years of each other like that seems kind of like crazy. that hive mind everyone's in the hive mind i, yeah. I think it's like like think with jokes. Once the idea is yeah. out jokes into the into the atmosphere, I mm-hmm. think jokes is such a perfect one, man. And I we see it all the time. And it's just like, how do you? But you you tap into the same, yeah. You know, you tap into that thing and you pull it out, and it's like your perspective on it. But I believe it's, I I believe it's like there's levels to it. Like mm-hmm. maybe we get jokes out of it, premises, uh, some kind of life lessons, and there's people like. Elon Musk and Tesla and those people that pull out fucking designs. Yeah. Right. And then maybe there's people even above them. I mean, I know that DNA was uh, just not discovered, but like, I mean, I think discovered is the word you could use for it uh, through LSD, you know? What do you mean? Uh, The two dudes that like figured out the helix of DNA, they were on, they were on LSD when it it happened. Yes. And which is very interesting because, dude, I before I even really understood anything about DNA, I used to see the helix all the time, huh. all the time. It's, it's it, that's that's something that just it just comes to you, like, and you're like, why, you know, why are you seeing this? I, you know, like I said, I've tri- I've tripped uh, too early in life, and I that's like, if there's any message that I like to give anyone who does listen to us, is I think that you should uh, start doing these journeys later on in life, and I did them earlier. And I got a bunch of these messages very mixed when you're growing up. I don't think that's the right way to do it. I don't. I think you should wait until your brain is fully developed. I really do. Um, but yeah, you know, it's that's very just, responsible. No, I know. I really, <laughs> I really do. If people are listening and I don't, I, I, as much as I love to tell stories about uh, using psychedelics, I do want to be responsible about it because um, I don't think they're for everybody. And I also think that they should be taken at a later year. And I think that they should be used more as tools than uh, party drugs. Yeah. You know. That's why I eat them every day. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. No, yes, I mean. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. And not at a rave or not. Right. At, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, you know, we would. That's, you know. That's my other point of taking breaks with this stuff. You're taking breaks with it to uh, get more out of the experience the next time you take it. Are you not? Like, that's the whole purpose of that. Yeah. But if you're accessing something at a higher volume, right, wouldn't you still be accessing something just at a longer span? 
and maybe like working out instead of like blowing yourself out one day and yeah. then having to recover. Yes. If you're just like little workouts all the time. That's the way you should do it. And as you get older, like smaller, <clears throat> not like, yeah. like not throwing yourself in the deep end. And that's what I did. And th- I'm, thank God I'm somewhat of a, you know, responsible human being, but I've along the way, I've seen some people freak the fuck out and yeah. crazy shit happen that jumped in the deep end too young. Well, that's the, and I should bring this joke back. Just made me think of it, but that's the whole thing with drugs. You know, yeah, it's like, I know, I know you, I it's like smiling. Cause I know the joke. Most people, say. and I can't even think of it, but I just remember that I do have a joke. <laughs> I know. I, I actually know it, but people like freak out and go too hard. And it's like, you're ruining the drugs. It's not the drugs problem. Yeah, it's cause that, you yeah. can't fucking just do a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of what your joke is. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is because I remember the premise, but I can't remember what the actual <laughs> joke is now. But <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's not. But I think age has something to do with it, right? When you're 16, 17, yeah. it's fucking party time, and you go as but crazy. But is that the culture? A... Oh yeah, that's awesome that you just said that. That's awesome you said that because that was one thing. I, I came in here no notes today, and I was scared that we we're gonna be. Like, we have nothing to talk about culture. Dude, culture is not your friend. That is a direct quote from fucking Terrence McKenna. Culture is not your friend. And culture has been manipulated. And I know Tripoli's been talking about it recently. And uh, it's just, once again, it's in that fucking, it's in that hive mind, whatever you want to call it, that we're all going. But yeah, culture has been manipulated and counterculture has been manipulated from the beginning. Yeah. It's all bullshit, dude. It is so, it's all bullshit. Right? There's a mass culture, right? There's mass culture. There's well, two mass culture. But I think that like actual real culture where like you go to a different country. American culture. All right. I'm sorry. American culture. Okay. But I yeah, I think of culture as more the nuances of how the I'm talking about my lifetime. American culture. Uh counter culture. Yeah. It's not your friend, dude. It's fucked up. It's all been manipulated. I'm telling you, rap music. How come we keep going further this way and things keep getting worse? I don't think things are getting worse. I don't think things are getting worse. I think things are getting better. And I think all these fucking fake cultures they've been putting down our throats are all gone. Just the media. And we're doing this. We're talking and people are listening. And other people that we're fans of, they're doing that and they're listening. And that fucking 90210 bullshit that's on whatever channel, no one's watching. Yeah. And those manufacturer cultures are over. And these award shows, no one gives a flying fuck anymore. You know, um, that's all those manufactured cultures and they're all kind of going away. And I really think we're fucking getting close, man, to something crazy. I really do. I really do. You don't, do you think that we need to crash a little harder before? Uh... I hope not. I mean, I hope not. It might. Of course, it could get bumpy. I mean, that's what I feel like. It could get bumpy. For we sure, gotta go down before sure. we pull up out of it. Before we've, we've been through, we've been through some shit, but yeah, it could get it could get a little crazier. We've like the shit we've been through, though, in the grand scheme of things. I know, I know. nothing. I know, I know. We're like, oh, our Amazon packages are delayed <laughs> because fucking. Dude, I, get, I, I fucking said that the priority <laughs> mail, man. It took five days. Yo, this is back ordered. <laughs> hey, can you believe this is back ordered? No, last week's I, conversation. We can't find the Shore mic. <laughs> you can't find the mic. The bro, Shore mics are out. They're this out. is bullshit. And then they're gone for four Society days. Society is and crumbling. Then 40, instead of a hundred, they're forty dollars. Like I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Society you know. is crumbling. Yeah, we're such bitches. I know. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. That's why, dude. Another another thing. I'm sorry. Now I'm getting ADD. 
another thing I want to do, and any listeners want to hit us up or hit me up and let me know if this is something you'd be into. If not, I'll just do it off air. But some of my family members are getting old, man. I want to, I want to, I want to, inter- I want to podcast with them. And, you know, they're getting old, 80s, and they have some of that family history of World War II in Italy and, um, you know, other shit. And I like to get it just down and just talk to them about these crazy times of their era because I feel like the old, you know, the old people are there going. And not a lot of, po- like when we did it with Chips, right? Yeah. And a lot of the conversations I have were with older comics here. Uh, I was with Larry this weekend until two in the morning outside of his place. Uh, um, and just, and his stories, I was like, what? He's talking about like, uh, I think he was talking about Chris Rock and. I forget who. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But he was talking about these comics, like their early days and coming up. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's. I would like to uh, record some of that history. I don't think it's a free thinker society, but it is a conversation I like yeah. to have. And if anyone's interested, if not, I just want to record them that in my studio and just put them to the side. And good, no carnival. Yeah, or no car, like whatever we're gonna call it. But just, I would like to do that because I want to. There's some amazing people out there that, and and you know, you lose them every day. And their stories haven't been told, and and we gotta. There's some fucking great stories, especially in this area of New Jersey, um, with some of the older older people around here. That's all. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Chips, you know what? Chips, th- like that's the thing with with all of this. And you were talk. We were talking about um, those people that access the next level, like Tesla, and yeah. you know, <laughs> there's no clean records that say that they did psychedelics or didn't you know i think there is actually some um evidence that one of their like galileo's garden had like weed and something else you know psychedelic in it um it would make sense it makes it would make sense that some did and some didn't yeah for sure like i feel like um like one of the greatest minds i've ever been around in my life was dj Mm -hmm. omen and that dude was in my opinion he was on that like he was on that uh, on that level, right, of genius and whatever. And he, I did psychedelics with him a, f- a bunch of, uh, lots of times. He hated them. Yeah. Hated them. He hated psychedelics. It, it, it To him, it like, I don't know. It was almost like you, you stuck a fork in a fucking socket. Like, he just, he just didn't, did, and we've, we went crazy with them a bunch of times, but he just, he didn't like them. He didn't think they were creative, whatever. And I think someone, and I don't know, but I would believe someone like He's Tesla. He's probably already tapped in. And yeah, I feel like, yes. Because they're just their always brains ta- are already like When he used to write music, that. it was like a beautiful mind, man. He would, it would look like that, that, it's like, I almost saw that where he would have like, th- like these notes and he'd be writing and tapping and all this fucking shit. And it was like, and then all of a sudden it turns into this beautiful piece of art. And yeah, I think he was just always tapped in and that, that fucking... So it's not always, but some people get the message on the psychedelics and, and, right. and, and tap in and others are, they don't need it. That's right. what I'm saying. It's not for everyone. You know? I agree with that. You know, I think more need it than don't. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> those, those really smart motherfuckers or, or whatever you want to call them, advanced, they're, they're few and far between, right? Uh-oh. We need to pause. Uh, give me one second. I'll be right back. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company. Made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company.
All right, sorry about that. Sometimes at the dojo of comedy, you have to help employees uh, punch out. Business calls. Yeah, a couple employees couldn't figure out how to punch out the paper. I don't know, jammed in the machine, whatever, who cares? Not. But yeah, uh, you know, we are here live at the dojo of comedy, Clint. We're not live. I'm not live. By the time they live. <laughs> we are recording at the dojo of comedy. Upstairs. We yeah. actually did a lot of work up here. Yeah, Sorry, you, this is a hard switch, huh? We were talking about psychedelics and those guys accessing it, but... No, but I, while I was handling business, I was just thinking, and we were talking while this was all going on, about the dojo of comedy. Yeah, and you've been putting in that work and all these these comics, man. I feel like New Jersey's got a little... It's a special little time. Yeah, maybe, for sure. Right? Maybe because it's like we're going through some, uh, a rough time. Well, it opened the doors for like just us being open and them not open the doors for a lot of. Because uh, New York was totally closed. Right? Totally closed. Totally and closed. We at least had 25% or whatever it was. Or An outdoor, right? Yeah, we had 25, yeah, 30 outdoor, outdoor. Um, where they, they lifted a lot of restraints where I think even, I think our friends at Stand Up New York got in trouble even for doing park shows, right? Uh, yeah, I know I they were so. successful yeah. with a lot. But they and then also, they got shut down eventually. Yeah, they were they had to move over to a church or something. Like, yeah, they're doing like, wait, shout out to Stand Up New York. They they kept going, but yeah, um, um, but because of this crazy time, I think New Jersey and of course New York, but in this area, it's just some funny fucking people, man. Oh my god, I agree. Of all ages. I, well, I think, you know, though, we've had this conversation before that um, a lot of the New York co comedians had come from New Jersey anyway. Yeah. There's yeah. a ton of them that oh, grew yeah. up here and then moved there and then just didn't claim New Jersey anymore. You know where else we don't, we should give a shout out to? Staten Island. Yeah. There's a lot of fuck, like really, at least they could say they're, they're New Yorkers because they really are, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of really funny motherfuckers come from Staten Even Island. Even now. Of right oh, now, of there's course. a ton. Yeah, fuck tons yeah, of guys. yes, yes, yes. But I'm gonna say, like Staten Island is like another spot where, you know, or that's where they're originally from. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, New York City. Oh big. yeah, yeah. And then they moved to yeah. But there is it all still the Big Apple, or can you move from Staten Island to the Big Apple, or is it something? <laughs> I don't fucking dude. The Big Apple, just Manhattan or something. That apple is fucking the rotten apple. It's starting to become a core. <laughs> that shit is. You know, oh, it's so sad. New York City was such a great place. Yeah, hopefully, maybe prostitution will come back and all the <laughs> peep shows and stuff. <laughs> I did not think you were gonna go there. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, um, I never, you know, I was young. I never, I was racing dirt bikes out in fields. You know, in do you remember seeing it though? New York or whatever. I I didn't even really go. Like I saw pictures and stuff of it. You don't remember like going to New York? No, when you were a kid? We never really did. We were from the in the farm yeah so uh, we uh, i remember like dude fucking new york in the 80s Oof. yeah yeah i remember that shit it was like vegas no <laughs> it was like some shit you've never oh my god bro i remember new york in the 80s going to see was um, serpico there <laughs> what <laughs> serpico uh we went to see what's that the the, the tree you know the, the whole the whole tree yeah. and uh rockefeller the, and the rockets and all that did you ice skate? Uh, I definitely didn't. I was a little chubby kid. No. My sister and my mom definitely did in Rockefeller Center. But I remember um, like pickpocketers. Mm -hmm. 
like right in my grandfather's pocket like he had his hands in his pocket oh, yeah. yeah like him like tripping some dude and i remember like uh so he pretty much like he got pickpocket on the street i remember seeing all those like uh the peep shows like you were saying with the neon like mm-hmm. where it's all where it was uh in times square with like all disney and complete opposite in that area was just like is it yeah, have you, I mean, is it completely opposite? Disney owning the <laughs> shows? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. Oh shit! Oh shit! Right? <laughs> wow. It's just taking. Well, on it's a got new that face. fucking. Yeah, it's got that. It, you're right, man. It's got that fucking uh, that vibe. Yeah. That that energy. That which kind of we were talking about comedy. I know we're switching gears, and that's what makes a great comedy club. It's just like it's like this energy in the walls, the energy in the room the laughter right if you get big laughs big laughs it's all about big laughs and there that's that's some that's something else man right yeah. um, is it is it the same building or just did they knock the buildings down and oh, build know. new stuff because i mean uh, i think that's probably where the energy is no they got rid of the buildings and there no but i bet you a lot of those buildings are definitely still like the theaters and shit for yeah. sure the same yeah and 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 actually uh sam talks about that because i i have a different lens with new york because it's where I grew up, but he was saying how it like it's some kind of karma and it's such a dark place and it kind of goes to like what we were kind of just messing around with is that yeah that, that there's some uh, dark fucking energy in that island huh yeah. holy shit wow yeah like think about how easily it slipped back into like what it is now fucking fast huh it was pretty fast really fast yeah because. All right, so when I grew up, it was really bad in New York. Like I like seeing crazy shit as a kid. Like I remember like certain areas like you look you look straight. Don't fucking right. look, just keep walking or look straight in the car. Uh, if you're on the train or the subway, just look straight. That was like the 80s. Then uh, the 90s it was kind of dangerous, but really artsy, right? And that's when I was like really young, like 1992 i was about 12 years old and i would like take a the train to the city all the time and and go to with your family no at 12 yeah we would skateboard we go to the brooklyn banks and like skate yeah because we lived along a train line so like for ten dollars you got a round trip ticket to the city so we'd be skateboarding right Mm -hmm. and yeah we would go to the city and we go to like washington square park uh brooklyn banks and like all these places and hang out and uh it was it was dangerous you had to be careful but we went in big groups you know mm-hmm. uh i was always the youngest let's say there's probably like 15 year olds with us whatever and you go with like 10 to 15 people and uh it was like i said dangerous but artsy and and lots of i mean some of the best art in the world was getting produced then 92 to 97 8 whatever let's say then giuliani came and cracked the fuck down and that's during like the new york rave scene when i was like big big into that scene Mm -hmm. where you had some crazy shit going on and then all of a sudden he came in and just cleaned the place up and then right around that time right then you got like 2001 obviously world trade center and then boom it turned into corporate town disney like all that shit got cleaned up changed up and like turned into like like corporate america and i would go see lots of bands in Times square there's a bunch of theaters that are still around there and uh, you, you just, it's crazy. And you look around, you see all the lights and, but it's just like, it's like that Wayne's world, right? When all of a sudden they sell out, 
that's just what you look and it just adds everywhere yeah. like everywhere you look and it's like oh it's it's cool like it, it's kind of cool you know when if you're on acid or mushrooms or something you look around you'll see all the lights but really it just fucking adds everywhere right yeah and it literally went from being the like gritty gritty one of the like it's i've traveled a lot and new york is always in my opinion was always the best city but it's definitely i don't know man it's changed a lot i love philadelphia i think philly's awesome um but yeah once it got so fucking it got so corporate and you know giuliani he cleaned up the city and and all the raves got got busted and there would be like you'd be at a rave and all of a sudden you know the agents would come in and just shut them down and it was like it felt like overnight even though it was probably a couple of years the city got cleaned up and it was so safe right like in the last yeah. 10 years like it's so like so safe and for a big city i would agree for yeah it was like and then it almost it, it felt fake and now it's like kind of back to itself and i'm not saying it's good because it's kind of disgusting what's going on in the city um but it's just it's crazy how how fast it it it, it turned yeah it turned yeah. quick it was a couple of months like couple months within a it, couple of months because it didn't start as soon as the pandemic did it took a little while for those so once the riots, riots and all that yeah. yeah and then that was it everybody's like all right we're out of here like they everyone left fast yeah um interesting moving companies were like we are you couldn't yeah up. you couldn't even get one yeah which also was kind of weird because like pre-pandemic once again uh last five years like i was i've been done with new york i thought it was way too it just didn't feel like new york anymore but they had these like uh you ever hear about these ghost um ghost buildings tons of yeah. buildings in new york city <clears throat> where the uh Chinese are buying them up, and just no and one's in them. Just, yeah, like pla- like like places that are worth like m- millions, billions of dollars, and just no one in them. Like that shit was happening. Um, just a lot of creepy, weird shit was. It just didn't feel like New York City. Um, I don't know, man. It, it I, it, that's your you were we were talking about before the break. We were talking about um, how 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 bumpy it will be, like where we're at right now like does feel cushy but i feel like in new york like it's pretty fucking bumpy dude yeah you talk to anyone who's left there it's pretty fucking bumpy uh i don't know about la every time i talk to sam it does kind of sound the same yeah um i think any of those those two especially big cities because they took most more of a stand right than oh most yeah other i mean they cities, fucking they were like we're shutting everybody they down. shut it down right yeah. just close businesses yeah. people I've spoke to because very common for uh, a restaurant owner to not own the building in New York, right? Right. Some do, but most probably don't. a very small percentage. Yes, and and right away the like how, how are you going to do it, right, with the rent and stuff? So all so many of these the rent is too damn high. It was too high to begin with, but but you know they're out. All those restaurants, all those great places, like gone. And then forget about the people. Most You're, of the people that could afford to live in Manhattan. They have other homes. They yeah. fucking they ghosted right away. Yeah, it's or like later. Yeah, I don't know. I do think for for artists, it's going to be amazing because the uh, um, rent will be a little bit cheaper, and it's gonna be it's gonna just be the weirdos left because there's yeah. certain people that are never gonna leave New York. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't. It'll ha- be like have we ever keep talked New York weird? 
<laughs> keep New York weird. Yeah, it's always been weird. Um, you know, I don't know. Well, that's what it says around Austin everywhere. I was just, yeah, in Austin. Uh, I don't know if we ever got into it on this podcast, but the first time I ever did a podcast, I spoke about this, but I was um, I was under the towers on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Did we ever talk about this? Yeah. There? Yeah, all right. Pretty sure. So, uh, where I was going with that, I don't remember, but... That's good. <laughs> good way to start it. But uh, New York is... is Re- flashback to you being like... I am so high. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, why would I even bring that up? There was well, I mean, we're, we're talking about New York, obviously, and the the city changed forever after that day. Um, but but New York is a very it's it's a really special place, and um, it's one of those places where people like they you don't know. Every day I would be in school, and you'd see like the same people on the streets right you see the same guys walking up and down the street same guy hustling selling his cds whatever and it's like every block has its own like um this this uh every block was almost like a city within it within itself especially in lower manhattan downtown mm-hmm. it was a hustling bustling area in, in in 99 to 2001 uh soho canal street you know that whole area um still was very raw at that time but uh it it had this uh its own its own thing especially like like chinatown canal like i said canal street and uh on 9 11 when when the shit went down all those all those all those people that i saw for years and i just daydream out out of the window in culinary school and see them or kind of interact with them maybe you know buy coffee or wait in line at a bodega or sit at a you know the same people in that square you'd see them and, and on that day every walk of life you could imagine every type of, they all came together and just held it down and uh were directing traffic and helping uh people bandaging them they were coming it was, it was it was just amazing to see uh new yorkers come together so fast like there was no the police cars were blowing the fuck out like there was no there was no like there was no they weren't sending in at, right when the shit happened there was no like cop cars coming it was just civilians man yeah and as much as that was a day that i saw the most destruction and the most damage that I would ever do to my brain as a young kid um i also saw the most love and compassion that i've ever seen in my life and as much as as much as I saw the most evil and fucked up shit, I saw people. I, I dude, I literally saw a guy who I don't. I'm assuming he sold crack. He was on, uh, sat on a stoop every morning, and I would literally daydream and watch him. It was it was funny because like there's a guy who sold donuts, and then there was the the fire the fire uh, station. The, that fire station, everyone in that fire station gone, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of those like it was it was beautiful. It was one of those little like old like. Uh, you know, I and I watch those guys like come down the thing. You know, like yeah. I would daydream out it is my my business school was. And there was this dude that would just sit on this stoop and I don't know what he but it was like brown bag and he just did his business, right? I'm assuming it was crack. I have no idea what it was, but it had to be something hard. And I'd watch him that motherfucker was directing traffic on nine eleven. Like stood there and was like 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 screaming, like stop and like ha- making sure like emergency vehicles were getting down there yeah. and like like really directing traffic. Like Because it, those dudes that is their fucking area. And you know, like I remember seeing like like you know, you would walk past a Hasidic a lot of Hasidic Jews, uh uh um Asians, all kinds of people that kinda we, we all like 
lived together but never spoke right maybe i bought a cd from this guy or whatever and it was like like i said on this block was just this weird like its own fucking city but when the shit went down it was crazy and i had like i like i said this shit fucked me up dude like i I, after it all happened i really thought i was 20 i was 20 september i became 20 21 a month later so i just being a tough guy like i for years was like yeah i was there whatever like i saw this shit i was like yeah whatever like it was part of my life you know and i never talked about it it took i think a decade no yeah i don't know something like that before i i it was one of my friends went through some serious fucking addiction issues and it was all about like uh trauma and i had to help them get through uh their program and they're talking about big traumas and all this stuff and then it just clicked when i was listening to help this person out and i'm like maybe that's why i'm all fucked up i was like because talking about like when you get stuck and i was always like this like 21 year old like raging guy like i always want to be the party i'm the life of the party still like you know like you get stuck in your trauma at that time and uh it all clicked for me and then i was like you know what and i i think i raised my hand at this person's like meeting or yeah i did and i and it was the first time in my life that i just started like talking about it and, and it came out and it felt good and um you know, and then all of a sudden, I, like I had friends that had no idea that I was right there. Um, I didn't. I. I, don't, I still don't talk about it a lot, but when I met Tripoli, I don't even know why. I. Well, I know why. It's because he's all in the conspiracy and stuff. And when he was here, and, he, and the first time he was ever here, and I told him the whole story, like uh, you know, and he was like, you, you know, he put me on a podcast or whatever. I forget which one we did. It was one of. It was none of the ones he's got published now. But anyway. Um, I realized the more I talk about it, the more it, 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 it makes me feel better. Um, I don't know how the fuck we got on that, but cause you're talking about how New, New York, York is real. Well, but that's and a good New York did change. It did change like literally from nine 11, like after once the, once the dust settled and once like you realize, cause it was really for dude for weeks. You had pictures of people like everyone trying to find each other. Like, mm-hmm. I have pictures of like, like they, everyone put these lost you know in that neighborhood like hey looking you know and pictures last seen and you know once all that was done let's say they got rid of all the rubble and all of a sudden it was you know cleaned up after that the city changed forever yeah the city changed forever forever and which way do you think it went well that's where it gets crazy like almost into political and stuff and then like because i i fell for it dude like that's when the patriot act and all this like a lot of my friends that weren't there went into the military right away. Like, yo, we are like, yo, that's our, you know, like ready to fight. Like you were in our backyard. You know what I mean? And we felt, and we fell for it. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy, conspiracy side of nine 11 and what I saw and all that. I'm not ready for that. I talked a little bit about it on one of Sam's podcasts. Maybe you could find it. Uh, I'm not ready, but it, I did see that. That was a big time of when I did, get into conspiracies because what i saw was definitely a little different than what you you guys were told who Mm -hmm. who weren't there a lot different but um i realize people get fucking murk talking about that so i'm good for that (laughs) um but that you know that was another like but in the beginning i drank the kool-aid man i was like uh, i didn't obviously sign up for the military but a lot of my friends did and i was like pro 
but once the dust settled, once again, I was only 21 years old. Once the dust settled and, and people and, and my friends started coming back and talking about poppy fields and golden money and Iraq and what the fuck does Iraq have to do with any of this? And you know, yeah. so it, New York city changed, but obviously the world changed. And I, I, I think that was a very big moment. Obviously I think it, it, it awoke in a lot of people to, uh, to mainstream media and narratives, right? False flags, all that stuff, right? What do you think? It's a, it's a I lot mean, how many people think that was a false flag, though? A lot, right? A lot, but there's still a good percentage of people that don't. Yeah, you don't think it's like Kennedy? Like, if you ask people about Kennedy, no, right? No, it's not at that level now. No? Really? No way. You don't think so? I don't think so. Maybe younger people? But I think anybody older still is like... They think that the the two hundred uh, percent that just two planes simultaneously brought down three to four buildings. Yeah, all I mean, along the same way. It's just like, like a lot of people believe that. It's just like that, anything yeah? else that now. They, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm now just, they don't say uh, mention COVID, so they forget about it. I mean, I think people like have this kind of awareness of Building Seven, but nobody probably you you have the people that are in the conspiracies that know and looked all through it but there's a large percentage of people they call people conspiracy theorists all the time don't look in or believe anything that's other than the narrative i know it's hard to believe but this is the truth yeah. unfortunately how many people are getting vaccine dude yeah that that's a big one yo so well, many I people are posting that they're getting and i'm surprised no. by well, some all right you know what I had a conversation. I had a conversation with somebody that was uh, uh, that got their vax, and I'm not a ju- I'm not a judger, man. I try not to judge. I really try not to judge people. I really I'm judging the fuck out of them. <laughs> I know. <that's, laughs> and you're a comedian. You should. I really try not to judge, and and I say it all the time I'm in the hospitality business, right? And if you get your vaccine and you feel good, and that's going to make you want to come out. And, but why and, do they feel good now about well, it? Well, they feel safe. Here's the, I don't fucking here's agree with it point. at all. The point is. They now feel safe because they've been beaten the face with they need that to feel safe. Yeah, I mean, and that person probably thinks that two planes took down the buildings. Exactly. Yeah, wow. Okay, I guess. So yeah. take the amount of people that are getting this vaccine. Hey, I get a lot of people say, I'm not getting it on the side. Okay. Okay, and there are a lot of people that are like, 9 I don't know about that. They. My thing is, at the very fucking least, at the very least, our government was like, which on which one? 9-11 like while wow, all these people from wherever were learning how to fly like at the very least yeah let's say yeah well, no they say that the reports are all like yeah those let's are, say yeah. that they they didn't plan any of it or anything they were just like oh look what's happening yeah we're just gonna let this happen exactly over and over and over exactly mm-hmm so there's some culpability, I think, no matter what. But I'm also, I would also Anyone be, into the yeah, that that were totally fine on the ground, bro. I used to have a handful of debris that was flying in the air. It was just like dust of like glass paper. Yeah, it was, it was flying in the air for well, hours. But all, but the passports were in. They perfect. are notoriously bulletproof passports. Yeah. It from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they're actually yeah. the most. They're made from carbon fiber, I believe. Oh, or that spider. <laughs> I think back then, yeah, maybe spider fiber that you can't. Yeah, Spider Man wove them. Yeah, he weaves them himself. Definitely, Saudi Arabian passports were made by <laughs> Spider Man. So, you know, 
I mean, I agree, dude. But I would be considered, some may call me a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Possibly they're right. Possibly. Listen. We, I, you know, I'm somewhat right. I'm not saying I'm completely right, but it's, something's fishy. Something's I'm not fishy r- with listen. the vaccine. Yo, have you listened to regular radio recently? Mm-hmm. <sighs> The new, I, I actually, I don't. Yeah, the I new COVID vaccine commercials are even fucking creepier really now, creepy, dude. Right? Right? I'm like, how is everybody not going programming, programming? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's <laughs> the new one is seriously like, hey, you know, it's like that voice. Uh, things are coming back, but not yet, not yet. But you not know, too fast. You gotta get your. Uh, everybody needs to get their vaccine. Even if you got your vaccine, you still need to wear your. I'm like, relax. Is this seriously? Don't have a shot after 10 p.m., bro. Relax. How? Like, like seriously? I'm frustrated that every like everybody's not like. Why is this on the air like this? Why does this guy sound so creepy? As why fuck? are you getting free Krispy Kreme donuts? What with your shot? Is that you didn't see doing? that one. Shut up! Did you miss that at the dojo like, marketing meeting this week? Fucking, they're like because they beat us. To how do we one. get fat? Like if you how get, do we get fat, fat people you to get vaccine? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Is this a real thing? Yeah, if you show us vaccination, you get a free Krispy Kreme donut for life. Shut up for yeah. life. I don't know. I probably that's oh. hard up, but you, oh. you definitely get free Krispy Kremes uh, or donut chain something. With I don't care. If we get, but regardless, yes, you get something free. I've said it in this podcast from the beginning. Not happy, not proud to say that I've been around. I, I grew up with a lot of people that have been in prison. First thing they tell you is you nothing in life is free. If somebody gives you something, that shit's never free. If I've been saying that about flu vaccines, why I, are they oh, free? Yeah, yeah, why are they why stickers is this on every? You get commercial? all kinds of shit, and you get all kinds of shit. Oh, get a sticker, a donut, a uh, you know. No, I said the same thing, dude. I'm like, that's never like. Why is that free? So and now, why do they keep going? Hey, check it out. Dolly Parton got hers. Hey. Uh, Steve Jobs got his vaccine. He's dead. Dude. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Jackson also got vaccinated. What if they started running campaigns like that? What if it was just like uh, John Lennon would have done it? Just guys who died tragically and <laughs> women. <laughs> the Twenty Seven Club. They were like Anthony Bourdain. Definitely would have been <laughs> vaccinated so by now. Oh, man, I should not laugh at that. That's ru- that's rude. That's very rude. That one's rude. It's rude. I like that. It's like that guy is like a fucking Jesus in the kitchen. You just made uh, Kobe man. Bryant and his daughter would have gotten right, vaccinated. All right, all right, stop it now. Elvis Presley, hilarious. He would say, "See, see of the why is this? Why is this? <laughs> He's a fat old white guy. Why are you loud though? I don't know. Rush Limbaugh. He just got his." Not, not. I mean, I don't know. See, but you know See? what? You're censoring. Yeah, I'm censoring. gonna. We're gonna censor this. We're You're censoring this podcast. You're censoring. We should definitely censor this podcast. This is bullshit. We had to fucking stop because the printer stopped printing, and we had to help the employees uh, clock out. And then it, I and, think this and is now it turned into no carnival parking. So well, if you guys want to hear Clinton, I go off the rails. And a lot of other funny comedians from New Jersey. This is what we do every week on No Carnival Parking. That's our other podcast. We talk a little bit about conspiracies, but we go off the rails and have a lot of fun. And there's a lot of really funny. Last week yeah. was um, a handful 
with <laughs> the <laughs> with the comedians of the compound here, and then we had guests, and then there was probably uh, eight people on the podcast <laughs> at like different a, times, yeah. and then I actually left the table, and just no filter. Paul took the whole thing over, and you know it's kind of weird. What? I need to cut you off. That two of those guests are on Tim Pool right now that we had here. Is Chrissy? Well, she was she on was yesterday, on, yeah, yeah. and Aaron's on today. Aaron Berg's on t- right now. That's well, pretty Chrissy didn't come in, but she was here. She oh, she wasn't on. She wasn't on the podcast. Oh, no. they well, like. Kind I of, have good news for you, Clint. She's coming. We have a guest. Where are they? No, next week. <laughs> Chrissy Mayer will be here next week. Awesome. Yeah, we have Chrissy here next week. I'm so Hold excited. On. Is that the week I'm away? You better not be away next Wednesday. We'll talk uh, about that off air. Okay, maybe. I really hope I didn't do that. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, she's uh, scheduled. <laughs> yeah. So somehow I, I'm going to figure it out. Um, we're going to record Chrissy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and Aaron's that there right now. That sounded creepy. And, yeah, that's so weird. I did that out. We're going to record Chrissy. Chrissy, whether you're here or not. <laughs> no, but I'm really excited. It's, it's weird because like, I hate asking comics to come on the podcast. I know. That's I, I just never want to be like. There's there's these stories, right? Of like other club people that own clubs mm-hmm. that. Being I, P. I've heard, Diddy. No, no, I've heard it. No, Being P. Diddy. Listen, I heard it. All up in true. the video. All up in the video. Uh, but I heard it. there are some club owners that before a national touring headliner comes on the stage, that they make you sit and watch a live podcast before they get on. If that ever happens, Clint, take me out, dude. Take me the fuck out. I think so I never want to be that person right I never want to be that person but a lot of a lot of comics especially the ones we we hang out with are free thinkers yeah so you know so there you go so I'd like to have some of them on yeah no there's definitely some crossovers for sure you know but I also don't want to be like hey you want to uh, do right you know it's weird that's why I harass people about no carnival parking well that's different it's a comedy podcast but yeah um, what's going on with you? You've been crushing comedy lately. Well, I need to get up a little more, but I, um, no, just a lot of experience and, um, we're kind of getting rolling back again here. So, uh, it looks like things are opening up. So yeah, but you've been doing other shows. Oh yeah. I have gotten on some shows and some podcasts. I was actually on the wet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrissy Mayer's podcast. Clint. Um, yeah. Vote for me. If you watch that or don't just go to Twitter and vote for me anyway. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, some things are opening up. I would definitely say it's tied to being at this place and meeting people and being on these podcasts, you know? No, but your, 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 your set has been getting, your set. Well, I appreciate that. But no, besides, forget about that. Um, You're working on a new show. Yeah. Trying to do a, um, well, we're going to do a live stream it's like a mixed media type of show, but it will be live online and you can be like, I hate calling it a studio audience because I don't really see it like that. Well, I see it like a, and like, a, like a comedy show that's also online, not like a studio production. You can hang out and watch yeah. the show and it's a mixed media thing. Yeah, yeah. there things. will be stand-up. Um, the stand-up will only be on the live version, and then I'll take everybody's stand-up down after and just re-release the skits that we filmed for it or anything we filmed on it. 
But if you listen to the show in New Zealand, you can buy a ticket and watch it. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for that. Because, yeah, that'll be cool. Because I, we do have listeners that want to, you know, and you don't have to live in the New York, New Jersey area. No. By the way, if you do ever fly out here, we could hook you up with very cheap and nice rooms five minutes from the club. Clinton will pick you up himself if you need a ride. I'll pick you up my big diesel truck. <laughs> well, one of these wackos might. <laughs> Somebody will. Um, yeah, no, and the the food's great here yeah, at the restaurant. It. it is. It's really good. I tell people that all the time. They're like, what should I get? And I'm like, it's all good. Um, except for the bl- stuff with the blue cheese in it. <laughs> it's fucking gross. Uh, <laughs> no, but he he for months i kept getting this buffalo salad and i'm like no blue cheese and every time it comes i'm like bro what the f-? and then sometimes it was hidden at the bottom like there was none through the whole thing and then it was just at the bottom of the plate and i'm like you're fucking with me <laughs> uh, and he just starts laughing like that but i'm like what is going on why there's always i said he goes no there's no so i saved it one day and i went down and i was like what the fuck is this he goes, that's not blue cheese. I don't know what that is. I said, it's blue fucking cheese. I ate some yeah, of it. It's, it's terrible. Gargonzola. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get... I said, if it's gargonzola, it tastes just like fucking blue cheese. I don't like blue that cheese. either. Yeah. <laughs> Disrespecting my salad. <laughs> By taking out the best ingredient. So then I'm like, I'm just going to order food that doesn't have blue cheese in it so that you can't fucking... Then he likes to order them with blue cheese and they just kept making his salads with no blue cheese because that is true they fucked my salads because after a while they ordering that salad because they did start to give me salads with no blue cheese and then when he would order they would give him ones those too so it ruined the salad for both of us good job you ruined my salad you ruined salad for both of us neither one of us can get it now you ruined the salad listen i'm sorry this podcast was so good in the beginning i think and i never say that but we were having some deep conversations and it kind of went off the rails i'm sorry but i am so thankful every night i I really i'm so thankful for everybody that listens even who it's you guys are part of our family hit me up on i love talking to you guys on social media if i have the time i love talking to you guys you guys are the best the swarm the psychedelic swarm hashtag psychedelic swarm that's what that's there you go yeah that's what we are here you're like a subdivision Um, we are we're a set i was talking to sam about that i go yeah yeah yeah, it's like a gang we're a set you're the ss you can't do that no motherfucker p.s no no p.s sorry my bad but seriously i love the swarm all tommy g's listeners uh all of our own listeners um you guys are family, man. Keep coming out to the dojo. Say hello. Like Clinton and I love when you guys come out to shows and say what's up. It and trips me out. It does. We love I'm it. I'm like, like I want to take picture. Like if you say that, I want a picture with you. Uh, it's it's awesome. I love that. And People that have cool. written me, and I'm a bad responder. My I don't. I'm a good. Responder. You hear me now? I write. I talk very little. Like so, I'm like I feel bad. I should say something to this guy, and it's like fucking. Hey, thanks. You know, but that's, I'm just not. I mean, I text you about very important things and you barely write back. People write this to me all the time. They're like, oh, wow. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You couldn't couldn't tell from his voice that he's not, he's not a fast responder. I'm like, all right. No, but seriously, I'm, I really feel, I'm, I'm so grateful for anybody that listens to this. Uh, Thank you so much. We, we do have guests coming up. We actually have some other podcasts, uh, some free thinking podcasts that we're going to cross over with. I'm so excited for that too. Uh, I I think that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll be back next week. This week, and because I'm gonna get this up. Oh, maybe f- at the at the dojo. Yeah. 
we have Josh Denny on Friday, the, um, the 26th, and uh, Natalie Cuomo will be on that show. And then the 27th, we have Bob Olivia, and who the fuck knows who's going to show up. Uh, there's definitely rumblings of some compound media people that might pop in throughout the weekend. Awesome. Anybody yeah. after that? I know you got a bunch. Oh, tons of shows. Just go to tiffscomedy.com and by next week, the dojo of comedy.com. Thank you. Yeah? Oh, shit. All right, people, go to freethinker.tv, which actually I need to update. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, and uh, heroesoapcompany.com. I ran an, the ad during the little break there. That's what I'm going to do during the break. So anyway, go to heroesoapcompany.com. Use the code freethinkers with an S and actually get 20% off of your order so um people have been doing that and we really appreciate that and uh, merch coming soon too a little bit of merch um thank you guys please don't be mad at me at my shitty responses i'm a terrible <laughs> typer